Hey, hey, you're listening to the Journey with Janice podcast. Join me on the journey of pursuing Jesus, building our lives on the word, and seeing this world impacted with the love of God. The Journey with Janice podcast is part of the NRT Podcast Network. You can find my podcast and other great podcasts in the network at newreleasetoday.com. Be sure to follow me on Instagram at The Journey with Janice and check out my website, journeywithjanice.com. Hey, hey, besties. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Journey with Janice podcast. I am so excited for today's episode because it will air on my birthday. So happy birthday to me. I'm so excited for what God is going to do over this next year of my life, what he's going to do over the next year of your life. And I'm just declaring right off the bat at the top of this podcast that God is going to do what he says he will do according to his word in Ephesians 3.20, my favorite verse, exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask, think, or imagine. And listen, besties, I am finding that so many times, I myself, myself included here, so many times we believe and dream way too small, that what God has for us is so much bigger. And even as I'm sitting here tonight, just celebrating God and his goodness. And a lot of you know, but those of you who that who don't know, I am doing a holy and hilarious comedy night next month, just in a few short weeks here. And ah, it's so exciting. And so I remember like when I first was kind of talking about doing it, my mom was like, well, what are you going to do if like only a few people buy tickets? And I was like, I'm not even believing that. I'm believing that we are going to sell out and that we'll have to add a second night. And let me tell you, we just sold out our second night. And so I'm just believing that God has so much in store for uh, for my ministry and for your life and just whatever it is that he's called us to. He doesn't call us to the bare minimal. And listen, if God called me to minister to two people, like I would do it, but I'm not believing that this specific vision that God's given me is a small thing. And so I am just not coming into agreement with small thinking on that. And so I'm just excited and expectant for what God's going to do. I've been doing a lot of run-throughs for my pillows in my living room and they think I'm funny. So that's a good thing. <laughs> but no, just like perfecting the the routine and, and whatever, whatever you call it, the comedy sketch, the routine. And I'm um, just getting really excited and anticipating what God is going to do because we know the Bible says that laughter is good medicine. And I've had it prophesied that as people are at my comedy shows that like they are going to get healed right in their seats just from laughter. And we know that the joy of the Lord is our strength. And so I'm believing that God is just going to release his joy over the people at these nights and whatever future events that he calls me to. And I'm just excited. So y'all can be praying about that. You can cover me in prayer. I would absolutely covet that and just the people that are going to be coming that God would really minister to their hearts and meet them right where they're at and do what only he can do because there is nothing I can do in and of myself but I am a yielded vessel to him and so I just choose to stay surrendered God use me however you want and I'm someone who is constantly championing people and cheering them on and just speaking encouragement into people that's something that I absolutely love to do but God's really been challenging me and that like you You can't just preach that to other people. You have to live it out too. And so this year, I will tell you, I am being stretched 
God told me this season of your life is going to be a faith stretching season. You are going to be stretched. And he has stretched me so much in just learning about provision and his word in Matthew, where it talks about how he clothes the lilies of the valley and he, he watches over every bird of the air and how much more valuable we are. And so we should not worry about anything pertaining to our life to seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all other things will be added. And so for those of you who don't know, I stepped out fully into my own ministry at the beginning of October and I really felt like the Lord was like, you're going to do ministry. You're going to travel. You're going to speak. And, and I was like, okay, Lord, like this is very unsettling for me and just having to trust one that I hear his voice correctly and two that he is going to take care of me in this season. And even today, one of my friends messaged me and was like, Janice, the Lord told me today that I'm supposed to buy you groceries. Send me a list of what you need. And he has just so radically above and beyond taking care of every need that I've had with groceries and just things around, excuse me, things around the house. And I'm just like, God, you continue to blow my mind. And he told me to start a journal. And I'm maybe I'm supposed to encourage some of you to do that too to start a journal and just start recording the blessings in this season. And that journal is getting full every time someone sends me money out of nowhere or provides a need that I have in this season. Like God has just had me every ministry opportunity. God's been having me record it so that I can look back over this season and the faith, maybe I'll do this rest of my life, but the faithfulness of God and trust that he is Jehovah Jireh. He will do what he says he will do. And some of us need to remind ourselves of that. Those of us who are in a waiting season and just waiting for those promises to be fulfilled, for those prophetic words to come to pass, to keep believing, to keep believing. Don't get into doubt and double-mindedness. I just had this conversation earlier with one of my besties about not getting into double-mindedness. And the enemy wants to attack us strongly with discouragement so that we'll get into double-mindedness because the Bible says in the book of James, if we are double-minded, we should not expect to receive anything. And so if you know God has spoken, why would you believe anything that says otherwise? Listen, y'all, that's hitting my heart. (laughs) That's hitting my heart right now. Why would I believe anything else? Because the Bible says that God is incapable of lying. It is impossible for him to lie. So you got a word, listen, write it down, stand on it. Maybe literally, I've heard people do that where they will literally write down a word. My husband will be free from addiction. My children will come home. My, I, you know, my ministry will flourish, whatever that is, writing it down and literally standing on it and believing and decreeing and declaring the word of God over your life, over your loved ones, over whatever it is that he has spoken to you. And if you're listening today and you're like, Janice, I don't have a word from the Lord or anything really that I'm standing on. I believe his word. I believe his promises are yes and amen. I believe that he doesn't lie and all those things, but you don't have like a personal revelation or maybe a personal word for this year or season. I'm believing in Jesus name that he's going to drop a word in your spirit. He's going to show you something to really target in prayer. And I was just watching a video from Miss Karen Wheaton the other day. I love her. And she was talking about how we need to get really targeted with our prayers, like a bullseye. And she pulled out this target, you know, that people would shoot arrows at or bullets or whatever. You can clearly tell that's not my thing. But anyway, she pulls out this target and she was just really honing in on the red bullseye in the middle and how we have to get really targeted and specific in our prayers. And even today, the Lord is just like reminding me like, Stop praying passively. Stop praying just kind of 
I don't even know the right word, just kind of flimsy prayers and like, whatever, like get passionate, get some fire in your bones when you're praying. And I'm not saying you always have to be yelling or hooping and hollering, you know, whatever when you're praying, but get serious, be serious and watchful in your prayers. Like the Bible says, and get targeted, get specific, ask the Lord, give me revelation. What am I praying for? What I'm praying for? Is there anything in the spirit that I need to bind and loose? Is there anything that I need to pray against or pray for? Show me God, give me divine revelation and divine strategy strategy, heaven's wisdom, so that when I'm praying, my prayers are moving mountains. And so, oh, y'all, listen, I just believe God is taking the body of Christ to new levels. We know his word says that he takes us from glory to glory. And I believe that he is individually working on our hearts and our minds and getting us out of like religious mindsets and things that just keep us snared and trapped from living really in the fullness of what God has. And it's easy to get stuck in those traps and the ways God has worked in the past. And we know God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. His character and who he is never changes, but his methods are not always the same. And I love that in the gospel books, he really displayed that even through healing. Like sometimes he sent forth a word. Sometimes he laid hands. Sometimes he spit in the dirt and made mud and smeared it in people's eyes. Like God never did things the same way. And I think it was to show us like, we have to hear from God on how to operate, how to respond, because Jesus said, I'd never do anything unless I see the Father doing it. So I believe everything that Jesus did when he stepped out and he did those things, specifically even regarding healing, because that's what we're talking about here. He was seeing the Father doing it, and then he was responding in obedience and just being obedient to what he saw. And how many times do we do that? versus how many times do we just step out because, oh, I saw pastor so-and-so do it like this, or I saw another minister do it like that, or this is, you know, how it worked for me in the past when I prayed for this person, I, you know, did this or that. And it's like, praise God for those testimonies of old, those testimonies from our past, but God is doing a new thing and I want to see what he's doing now. And I'm like getting really excited. Listen, y'all, if I was like a runner, I might take off running right about now. Like, I want to see God move in the new ways that he wants to move now in this season. I don't want to limit him to what I've experienced and what I've seen happen through the lives of other people around me. We know the Bible says the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. And so when we hear those testimonies and we hear those things, what God has done in other people's lives, it ignites faith inside of you to believe, wow, God, you did it for them. You'll do it for me because you're not a respecter of persons. And I love that. But maybe the way he's going to do it isn't going to look exactly the same. Maybe it will. I don't know. That's why we need the Holy Spirit to reveal those things to us. And something I've been praying over myself a lot lately is, God, give me eyes to see and ears to hear what you are doing, what you are doing. I want to see what you are doing. I want to hear your voice louder and clearer than I ever have before, because there's always room for growth. And if you are a Christian listening and you're like looking back over your life and you could say, you know, the person you were a year ago is exactly who you are today, I would encourage you strongly to sit with the Lord. Let him do a work in you because we should be continually conforming to the pattern of his image. We should continually be looking more and more like Jesus. We should not be the same. We should have greater revelation, greater understanding, greater maybe scripture memorization or whatever that is, greater growth in our spiritual gifts and Hey, hey bestie, are you someone who is looking to grow in your faith? 
Do you have a dream on your heart that you want to see come to pass this year? I want to tell you that I am now offering Radiant Life Coaching, where I work with you one-on-one to bring your dreams to a reality, to help you grow in your faith, and to help you live out the life that God has for you, because I believe that God has you on a journey to glorify Him. And so I would love to work with you. You can check out more information about my life coaching at journeywithjanice.com. Our calling and our anointing. And so I want to be someone who is continually growing. And I'm just really loving the people that God has surrounded me with in this season. So thankful for people who are just passionate about growing in the Lord, about knowing Him more. And it's like this stigma of like, I don't know, this just idea of like, I have it all together. It's just not there. Like people aren't pretending anymore. And I love it. I love it. When I first got saved, (laughs) oh God, bless my pure heart back then. Um, It really was impurity. But I remember standing up and singing a song at church because I had heard it on the radio or whatever, and I loved it. And it was by Casting Crowns, and it says, Are we happy plastic people under shiny plastic steeples with walls around our weakness and smiles that hide our pain? And the whole thing was about taking off the mask. The song is called Stained Glass Masquerade. But taking off the masks, being real, being authentic, that was something God put inside of me from the very beginning of like, I'm not here to play games. I'm not here to be fake. I'm not here to be phony. I'm not here to play patty cake with the devil. Like I am here to move mountains. I'm here to push back the kingdom of darkness. I'm here to pray prayers that actually are effective because the Bible says that the prayers of a righteous person are powerful and effective. I expect that when I pray, stuff is happening. Things are moving. Things are shifting. I believe that because it's his word. And so I'm finding that in the Christian, I'm not saying everybody, but like the Christian circle, the people that are awake (laughs) right now, that are awake in this hour that like, there's no pretending, like we're having real authentic conversations. And it's like, I'm talking to people who are older, who are gleaning from wisdom God's giving me and vice versa. And it's not this thing of like, I'm a certain age or I'm been a Christian this long. And so I should have it figured out. There's just an authenticity and there's no shame and there's no embarrassment that I'm still learning and I'm still growing and I'm still cultivating what God put on the inside of me. And I'm willing to admit that I was wrong or that I believed the teaching that was out of alignment with the word because of traditions of men, which is a whole other thing that I have just thought so much about. And there's so many scriptures about that, how we live our lives based off traditions of men versus like what God has actually put in his word and what he's actually called us to. And so that's a whole other conversation, but I'm just finding people that are coming out of agreement with religious order, things that aren't necessary, you know, in our Christian walks. And so I'm just, I'm excited for what God's doing. I have such a spirit of expectancy for 2023, and I am praying a release over you for the same thing that God would put something inside of you that is just hungry for more of Him. I love that the Bible says, Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be filled. Matthew 5, the Beatitudes, they will be filled. And there are times, I'm just going to be honest, where I'm full of myself, of the world, of just going through the motions. And I'm like, no, Lord, empty me of me. Rid me of me in this world. I don't want to have any love for this world. The Bible says that friendship with the world is enmity with God, that we, if we are carnally minded, we cannot please him. And so I don't want 
any part of this world and its ways. I do not want to conform to the patterns of this world, the way the world operates outside of Christ. Like, I don't want anything to do with that. I want to live my life according to the truth of his word. And I'm telling you right now, there is so much compromise, so much compromise. And I don't just want to say in the church and in our, in Christianity and in our lives, so many times we settle for less than God's best. And it's not a matter of necessarily of like, I'm sinning or I'm not sinning or whatever. There's just areas of our lives that we compromise. And it's like, why would we? And it's not, it's not this thing of where it's like, God, I'm, I don't know, Lord, Holy Spirit, help me communicate what I'm, what you're giving me here. It's not a thing of where like, I have to do this because this is what the Bible says. It's a thing of where like, I want to do what's right because I love him first and foremost. And his word says that if we love him, we'll obey him. But more than that, like I, I also, I want to be someone who is surrendered to him and living out the best life he has for me. I don't want to settle for less because when we compromise, we're settling for less than God's best. It's not a matter of God withholding different things from us because he's a cruel God and because he wants, he finds delight in that. Absolutely not. God is doing things in and through our lives and for us, for our good. He works all things together always for our good. The Bible says that in Jeremiah 29, 11, I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord, plans to prosper you, not to harm you, to give you a hope and a future. So if what God has laid out in the blueprints of his word and what he reveals to your spirit, you know, he's that voice behind you saying, this is the way to go to walk in it. And sometimes we don't understand it in the moment. God, I, I thought I was going left here, but you told me not to. You told me to go right. We can trust that there's a reason he told you not to go left. He is a God who knows the end from the beginning. His ways and his thoughts are so much higher than ours. And when are we going to get to a point where we just trust him? Where we just trust him without knowing why? Huh. Selah, sit on that for a second. When are we going to be able to trust him without knowing why? My bestie and I have been talking about this verse a lot. Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. It says, trust in the Lord with all of your heart. Lean not on your own understanding. In all of your ways, acknowledge him and he'll direct your path. And that's something God has really driven home in my heart in just the last few years is to stop leaning on my own understanding. Because so many times when God says, no, my response is why? Or so many times when God says, yes, I'm like, why? Like if he's calling me into something, I want to know like, okay, you're having me do this, but why? And sometimes we don't know ever. Sometimes we don't know until we get to the other side of it. Like I've had so many events and things that God's had me plan and I didn't really know why. Why am I hosting this women's conference? Why, You know, and you can have speculations of why. Obviously, people, women are coming together. They're going to worship. They're going to encounter him. We know where his spirit is. There's freedom and refreshing and fullness of joy. And so I expect those time, those things anytime I host an event and anytime I get together with people. But sometimes I don't see the fullness of it until later on. And sometimes I never will. I'm not going to know what God does in the hearts and lives of every person that I'm speaking to and every person that comes to an event that I do or, you know, whatever, every person that listens to this podcast. But I don't have to. I don't have to. I don't have to know why. I can just say, okay, God, you said to do this. My answer is yes. You said to not do this then I'm not going to do it. If you shut that door in front of me, then I'm turning around and going the other way. I'm not going to stand there knocking or try to peek through the door, like the peephole of a door and be like, what's on the other side of that? What, you know, what's being withheld from me? Nothing is being withheld from you. If it's not good and it's not for you, then, then you don't need it. 
The Bible says he withholds no good thing from those who walk uprightly. So if he shuts a door or if he says no, then you can be confident that it's not good for you. Shoo, that's a word. I'm receiving that for myself right now in this moment. Thank you, Holy Spirit. If it is being withheld from you, it is not good for you. So trust him. Trust him. Oh, he is so good and faithful. And I just, I want to be a woman who is about my father's business. I want to see you being about your father's business, doing everything that he put you on this earth to do. Every gift and ability that he put inside of you. I want to see you steward that well. I want to see you steward it right. I want to see the multiplication of what he's put on your life come to pass. The Bible talks about the parable of the talents and how we're each given talents according to our abilities and how he's, we're going to give an account for that. What are you doing with what you've been given? Are you multiplying it or are you hiding it? That's something only you can answer and God can reveal that to your heart. If you are burying your talents or if you're using what he's given you to glorify him. So I'm going to go ahead and close this podcast out in prayer. Y'all can send me happy birthday wishes because it's my birthday. So I'm just excited. And you know what? Birthdays are a good reminder that God created us on purpose and for a purpose. Your life is not an accident. If you are here on this earth, God purposed for you to be here. And I pray that you start walking in the fullness of everything he has for you if you're not already. And so let's pray. Father God, I thank you so much for this podcast. God, I thank you for the encouragement. God, I felt so encouraged by what was shared on this podcast today. And I'm believing that every person who listens is just going to be so ignited in their faith. They're going to be so strengthened with might in their inner man, God, that you are going to encourage them. I speak to every weary place in their heart and mind, God. And I thank you, God, that you are refreshing it, Lord. I pray that you would wash us with the water of your word. God, I thank you for the spirit of wisdom and revelation and the knowledge of you as we dive into your word this week, God, that you would reveal more of who you are, God. I thank you that you're our strong tower. You're our refuge. You're our hiding place, God. And I thank you for who you are, that you do all things well, God. And I just declare right now in Jesus' name that we trust you, God. And I pray that every area where we haven't trusted you, that we would completely release it to you, God, and trust you in Jesus' name. Amen.